We're gonna go far. Keep it listening to Cat Jam in the car. Be listening to people in the industry. And my host of the show is your girl Cat C. You got special guests coming in to interview. In the studio's a Porsche that's baby blue. Yeah, we got the green light with these superstars. So let's hit the road with Cat Jam in the car. 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 Welcome to Cat Jam in the Car. We have a guest today, Paul. Hi. Hi. I always how, I always say my last name. Yeah, I always yeah. say it obnoxiously for show business. It's Costabile. It's Italian. But I have a complex where like, should I change it? Should I make it easier? My grandfather came over on a boat with nothing, so I feel like I gotta honor him. So I stick with Costabile. You gotta hear it a couple times. Okay, so I I will try to remember how to pronounce that. Because <laughs> every time I do show, always the host always ask me how to pronounce your last name. I said it's super easy, just A B C C. Yeah, see, did you change yours though for for stage? Yeah, that's my stage name. Ah, yeah, so but so. it's kind of like adapted from my my legal name, Catherine Chen. So I want to make it shorter. Ah. you know, like the younger generation always want to be really short. Yeah, stage, yeah. Like Doja Cat. I was like, okay, make it because I mean Catherine Chen. It's still kind of easy to pronounce, but I feel like Catacy sounds like more. You made it even easier. You did one letter of pronunciation. Maybe yeah, I should like, be Paul C, and we could do a show together <laughs> on the road. I just realized the C's. You know, your last name always started with C. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the C's tour. That's what I need, honestly. Because yeah, people have been announcing me on stage completely wrong my whole career, but I, I'm sticking to it. I'm stubborn Italian. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, because I mean, like, I have another friend. Her. Last name is also Italian. I've been friends with her for almost ten years. I never know how to pronounce her last name. Yeah, we like we like to think it's sing-songy Italian language, but it's definitely if you don't speak the language, I'm sure it's similar with your first language. If you don't speak it, you don't read it the same. You read it in English. So my I grew up at Costabile, is how people said it. Costabile. But I speak Italian, so now I'm snobby and I go Costabile. <laughs> That's Italian. Cazzi, come stai? You know, I'm speaking mm. Italian now. Yeah. So, Paul, are you like a second generation Italian American, or like? Yeah, my grandparents came over. So is that third? Like a third. Third. Right? Yeah, third. My my dad was born here, but my grandparents weren't. Like yeah. in New York. New York, New Jersey. Yeah, came from uh, Italy to New York, right. and then from New York to New Jersey. Oh yeah, I do heard lots of Italian American New York, right? Yeah, yeah. We went over. Yeah. We weren't as smart as the Armenians in L.A. The Armenians <laughs> in L.A. They were like, "Let's go to where it's warm, like home." And the Italians were like, "The boat got off by the water." <laughs> We're going to stay in this city in New York. And they stayed over there and they froze to death, really, most oh, of them. Yeah. Oh, my Except gosh. Except for my parents, grandparents, they, they survived. <laughs> so how long are you living in L.A. now? Two years. Two years. So do you feel like home here? No. You still Do you? I, I lived in L.A. for 17 years Oh, now. gosh. So it is like home now for you. Yeah, yes. Not <laughs> yet. It's not home and it's not and it's not like a, a foreign place. I like it. Mm-hmm. I came here later in life as a dad and a husband. So, um... I feel like I was forced to, just like things in my marriage. No, I'm kidding. I just feel like I feel like I, I'm just. I think LA takes time to get like into a feeling of home. I will say, I just was on the road and I got back here. And I was like, oh, I'm back, and it felt good to be back. You know. But it, like you know, what's the best part about LA? Like, what's the part you don't like compared to like Jersey? I like being closer to everything that I my my uh, necessities. I'm like an old soul. I want a butcher, a baker, a barista, and a tailor on one corner. Oh, like New York Old school. City. Oh, yeah. Okay. Na- Jersey's yeah. like that too, though. You can go to the middle of town. You can get uh, everything you need. 
LA, it's like I got this guy over here for coffee. Then I got to drive 20 minutes to go over here to get a piece of meat. Then I got to drive another 20 minutes to maybe do this lunch meeting. I just, I miss the kind of like tightness of like East Coast lifestyle and also being around all the same people. Oh, yeah, because LA is so spread out. Spread out. And it's super diverse as well, right? It is, but the diversity is hidden in silos. It's like you could see a guy doing meth under the freeway and then drive <laughs> 10 minutes up to a mansion to see a guy who will make sure he never sees the guy doing meth. But this disparity is so different. I like seeing the millionaire see the meth head. I want them to see each other. <laughs> yeah, it's so different because people say the LA diverse is also kind of segregated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, we have like a Korea town, uh, like Amelian living in Glendale, right? Mm -hmm. Spread like Chinese living in like SGV. So like people just said, that, you know, it's like diverse, but it's also very segregated. Yeah, I, I love seeing all types of people here. Yeah. And I think it's true. But yeah, the one thing about New York living this different is you are forced to be with everybody. And there's Closer. a good, there's a good... It's a good thing to seeing all types of people and uh, being forced to be around them. The forcing is really what it is. It's just like a yeah. space thing, you know? Yeah. I have friend uh, moved to LA from New York. They were like, oh, I feel like, you know, I'm extremely lonely in LA. That's what they told me. You don't they, know anybody? Or they, don't? They, they just feel it's the LA seems like, you know, it's different. Like you said, in New York, people are really close, yeah, yeah. right? But like I have a friend that moved here from New York. They said, Oh, I feel like when leaving LA, I feel lonely. I'm like really. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's like a big spread out place, but you could feel like you're the only one because you're in your car and you're in your space. Oh yeah, exactly. That's the difference. Car. It's like it's a car. To, I mean, I love being in your car for this, but we're all in our cars all the time, so it feels like yeah. different. Like it's easy to feel alone here when it's such a. It doesn't feel like a big city. It feels like a giant spread out group of towns. Yes. You know. Totally. So, Paul, you started your career as a. Uh, like TV host, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you do stand up comedy. Yes. How long you been? I went doing backwards. I feel like you usually feel you start as a comic and then you go into hosting. No, I've seen like lots of guys. Like you know, what's his name again? Neil something. I forgot his last name. He was like a writer for mm. like late night talk show and uh, for years. And mm -hmm. now he started doing stand up comedy. Nice. Is like, it Neil Brennan? No, no, a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like yeah. you know, he said you know it's so weird. He said you know. I had to go to open mic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you know, you have already established like writers for late like talk show yeah. and then like you're going to like open mic as I, I heard he talked about his experience. Yes. Yeah, so that's sort of how mine is. I actually, I really love the humility of stand up comedy. Um, yeah. I've always been comedy leaning with my hosting career. So I've always tried to make my interviews funny. I've always loved comedians. Like I got into hosting because of Conan O'Brien and all the late night guys, Letterman and Johnny mm -hmm. Carson, Steve Allen. So I loved all these old comic hosts mm. who I was inspired by. But then I did it for so long. I just became so attracted to getting up on stage and doing comedy, doing my own material, making crowds laugh. It's just a different challenge versus mm. interviewing. And yeah. I, mm. I'm attracted to the fact that like you can't, you have to work at it and get good. Like you can't just hope to be funny and rest on your laurels. Like in an mm. interview, I can, fake it till I make it a little bit. If I don't have good jokes on stage, I'm totally effed. And I kind of like mm -hmm. the challenge of that now at this point in my career. So did you start back in Jersey? Yeah, started, uh, I always was hosting videos and uh, mm -hmm. started kind of on my own as a, uh, as a guy with a camera who wanted to make bits. And this was like pre-internet. I mean, internet mm -hmm. was just starting. I'm not that old. Uh, I do paint my hair on though. So uh, mm -hmm. it is, I'm old enough. I got two kids. But I... Uh, I was doing funny comedy bits like in high school and, and then I went to school for it in college and that's really when I started hosting and then I got a local um, T 
TV job at, in Staten Island. Well, you know where Staten Island is? Uh, yeah, I heard of Is that what's his name again? Uh, that SNL guy. Colin Jost, yeah, yeah. They're from there. Oh, Pete Davidson, Pete too. Davidson, yeah, you talk about that, yeah. right? Yeah. So I was on community TV in Staten Island. And I, that was my first TV job. And uh -huh. they hired me to just be a producer for like the community. Right. And I just started hosting my own shows. And I was like, I want to be a TV host. And then uh, from there, I, I got a, a real job at iHeartRadio which as a writer. Mm -hmm. And then... As a writer, I started hosting videos as well, and uh, I started harassing celebrities there. And then I almost got fired. I went up to Nicki Minaj my first day on the job, and I started yelling at her with the camera. And they almost fired me. And then uh, I was able to work my way to being like their main celebrity interview guy. And then right. since that time, I've been working professionally as a host. Like that job kind of made me a pro host after that. Wow. So how how long ago? Like oh man, this is like ten years ago, I think. Because I've been hosting for about yeah. Mm -hmm. Ten years, like perfect, like looking like a, a real host doing videos with with uh, notable people. I think I've been doing it longer, but the optics of being around famous people has helped me. <laughs> they go, oh, he's with that famous artist, you know. Uh, do you know the, this guy? He has a, um, I think he's also writer for this uh, magazine, and they, he does this kind of very interesting sketch, like a seventy-three questions with. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What's his name? I saw his video on TikTok all the time. Seventy-three questions or yeah. seven? Yeah, is it seven, Vanity Fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, how yeah. many? I'm bad at math. How many questions? It's like a seventy yeah, question or yeah. something. Yeah, that's what he does. Like it's like yeah, yeah. His, his niche or something. I love it. That, yeah, I was yeah. always. I'm always trying to do interviews at all my jobs that kind of are like that that stick a little bit and mm -hmm. i've had successes online and stuff but the fun thing now as a comedian is kind of approaching them more as a comic versus like right. a journal i've never been a journalist but people sometimes mistake me as a reporter and okay. I, you shouldn't but you're more like me. a host right yeah ho more host entertainment host yeah okay so do you like do you feel like right now being a stand-up comedian what's the most difficult part is a writing or performing for like, me it's writing i think with stand-up yeah. you always try and find like your strengths and your weaknesses yeah. And uh, so there's a car right here. I love that we're in the car, like parked. Someone's like, Are "You leaving?" I know they're looking for parking. By the way, I thought I wasn't gonna sweat. I was like, "I got it," and I'm I'm already drenched. But that's because I'm wearing a towel shirt. So I I'm wearing the wrong outfit. <laughs> maybe maybe it's better because towel kind of like a better for. To be honest, I'm like, on a new. This is a you're you're so close to. You should do this only in the summers, and you should sell it as a diet show where you go. <laughs> Listen, health people in LA, you want to do this show? You also will sweat off three pounds. Cause yes. I, my trainer, I don't have a trainer. I have a buddy who's into it, and he yeah. said, "Sweating, everyone has water weight, so you're helping my wa my water weight for my That's show tonight." That's what happened to another comedian. He did my show on Monday. He said, "Oh, this is like doing hot yoga in your car." It's nice. And I like it. After one hour, he was like, "He's he's wearing like a jacket." It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, it's like this is like a hot yoga in your car." Well, this so is I'm nice for me because I'm just getting to know you, and I feel uh, like sweating with you here. <laughs> As if you left like your dog at the when you went to the grocery store. I get to feel like that. I feel no kidding. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I was. You were oh, talking about oh, like a writing. Oh, writing. writing is most so difficult part for you, right? And you tell me if you're the same as a stand up. But for me, I feel like you stand up is the most like self assessing, weird, borderline sociopath <laughs> journey because we look at ourselves so much. We go, what worked? What didn't? Was I funny? Do people like me this way? That way? And I've been just kind of studying other stand-ups. I saw you perform. You were mm -hmm. great. I study yeah. everyone's work, and I go, that, they do that good. Mm -hmm. What do I do good, and what can I improve on? So I'm always a student, mm -hmm. and honestly, it's my writing. Like, I wish I could write better jokes. Uh -huh. I, as a host, I've always been in front of people, the microphone, at events and stuff, so right. I'm more comfortable getting up, talking. Yeah. I'm not as comfortable writing the most clever joke in the world. So my challenge now is, like, how do I make it shorter, and how do I make it funnier, you know?
Yeah, but I I feel like as a host, you you are, you are really good at just like you said. You know, I think being a host of a stand-up comedy, you have to watch everyone's bits, right? Yeah, and be able to connect in all the things. It's actually help you with writing as well, right? It has hosting yeah. shows in stand-up has helped me become a better stand-up because I'm constantly trying to like re rewrite as the show goes on, and mm. it's made me focus on writing for my spots. So after I just did a spot last week that wasn't a hosting spot. And I felt so much stronger because I've been hosting so much. Like hosting mm -hmm. kind of helps me hone what works for me, right? Without the risk of it being like you know have a perfect set. It's kind of like oh he's the host. Like I almost get away with bombing more. Like I could bomb more as the host, and people are like whatever, let's go see the famous guy. Yeah. So I kind of use it as a gateway. Uh -huh. But I will say I'm just now starting to do more spots, which is nice too, because then it's like uh, it's fun for me. So like right now, uh, which club is your favorite club in LA? Oh, I love all the clubs here, honestly. I mean, I live near um, all the ones in the valley, so I'll go to like Chateau and Haha. Ha. I just had a convenience. I got two kids, yeah. So I'll tuck them in and run to the stage, which is kind of nice, like to be local. Yeah. But obviously, the comedy store is is my pinnacle, just because of the history there. I just did the main room there for the first time. It was oh, an you absolute did. Dream, yeah. Congratulations. So that was like a dream yeah, to said, be in there. Yeah, people say that that's like the best stage for every yeah. comedian. It was the loudest laughs. And the loudest silence I've ever heard in my stand-up career. Mm. So I felt great when I got laughs, and I felt worse than ever when I didn't. So it's wow. like really cool. You the, the the laughs back in that room are amazing. It's probably my favorite in LA because I think we all romanticize the history there a little bit as comedians. And when you walk yeah. through those halls and you go backstage, like yeah. to know who was there before, um, it's definitely up there as my favorite. Mm -hmm. But um, but I like all the other all the all the clubs, honestly, improv and Laugh Factory and everything else is. It's a mm -hmm. great comedy town. It's fun to be here as a comedian now. It's almost like I moved here and I was like, okay, I'm a comedian now. I'm not just going to be a host. I kind of <laughs> shifted once I got here. I was doing it in New York, but I really started to dedicate time to mm. growing as a stand-up here. Yeah, there are lots of shows going on as well. Like oh yeah, LA, right. People always said it like you know if you can't do shows here in Hollywood, you can't do it everywhere because. It's more competitive. Totally, and I started in New York, so I feel like there's similar comedy towns. Yeah. Um, I love doing it here because it is so saturated. It's like you have to you have to be a comedian. You have to work hard at it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of us, but it's also I think it's fun. Like I think there's room for everybody. I've met people like you. Mm -hmm. Like I love meeting comedians or some sort of fun energy to good comedians. And if mm -hmm. they're bad, if they're not nice, I just you know, you don't become friends with them. It's easy. Yeah, that's another thing I want to ask you. Because, um, uh, like, people always say, like, you know, comedy word. Like, people are just very... Because comedy is very known in sports. Yeah, yeah. You write alone, perform alone, right? Yeah, yeah. They say it's, like, lots of selfish culture. Yeah. Because uh, I came from improv background. Everyone, oh, me too. You too, right? Yeah, yeah. it's more, like, I feel like the... Uh, the kind of the vibe are very different in love. Yeah, yeah. Actors, the more kind of just more, everyone's happier because mm -hmm. they depend on each other, right? But like, I feel like stand up comedian, they are more, how to say, independent. Yeah, yeah. Right? Do you feel like that? But I think also, like you said, you, you can meet good ones. Yes. You can meet yeah. good ones, right? I, I think, you know, you have good energy, Yanis, and some other comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, like, I like comedians with good energy. Yeah, of course. Of the vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. But I also have seen, seen the mean ones. I'm yeah, not I'm not, I'm not yeah. cool with the mean ones. I also think it's in my yeah. nature to be collaborative because of my background. So, like, yeah. I'm an interviewer yeah. by trade, like, first. I've always been interviewing, and then I'm, I came from improv as well. So I just naturally need people to collaborate with so much. Like my writing suffers mm -hmm. because I'm, 
I stayed away from stand up for so long. I did improv and then I did my interviews because I didn't like how independent it was. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not like that. I need people. I, yeah. I, I'm a extrovert. I get a lot. Even when I do my sets, I try not to talk to the crowd. And then some guys in the front saying something, I got to talk to them. Mm. So I love the back and forth of collaboration and I don't even think of it like a solo even now I, I like write with people like if you I always am down to like mm. oh this is a better tag or let's play with this like I think if we talk to each other in any creative form and get feedback that's constructive it's yeah. helpful because uh, to be honest I think every good comedian does that like I think even the greats who say it's all them yeah. they probably bounce stuff off like we need to have that collaboration, I think. Yeah. Have you done like a roast? No, I'd love to though. Yeah, I think that's one thing I just got into roast as well. Did it hurt? I mean, I've yeah, it is. I, you need to have very thick skin. Like, <laughs> I'm down. Just, like, I would do it. So I, the, the one thing I like about a roast because I feel like you know writing stand-up jokes sometimes I feel so lonely. I like to work with yeah, people like yeah, you, yeah. Like collaborating. But by doing roast, you have to work with other comedians. Yeah. Uh, like you know, That's you have cool. to bounce the jokes. You have to get to know each other. Yeah, I think it's a little bit different from like yeah. just doing like stand up alone. Mm -hmm. I think you're like that. I would like that. Can you can you roast me right now? Yeah, I mean, I could like you know, I could write jokes like you know. There is like also there is a roast group we're in right now. Oh, cool. You know, like Jeff Ross has like a yeah, roast yeah, band yeah, comedy yeah. store, right? And then I met a lot of comedians from there as well. Yeah, so totally later on, I would do some roast for your show. Oh, you can <laughs> roast me out. Good. I'm we're doing my show after this, so you'll roast me on my show. I yeah, like I that. have to think about three jokes. Think of it. Think yeah, of it, and I'll ask you too because you've done some battles, right? Yeah, I done some battles. Nice. You can roast me as well, like uh, kind of roast battle. They do three jokes back and forth. I love it. Yeah. So, I, so I go at you and you go at me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I also like, I, there's one thing I'm trying to learn is like how to respond to the jokes. Oh, you know, like use them and then punch it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That's one thing because you have to think quick quick on your feet, right? I like so, that. I like yeah. that. I should get into it. It'd be fun. Yeah, because I think as a host, you would love that as well. I would love it. I mean, some people don't like it. I have one comedian, for instance, she said, I would never ever want to roast anymore. Yeah. <laughs> some people hate it. I bet. I, uh, I'm fine with it. I can't be super. I've gotten meaner, I think, on stage. Like, I if I if there's a joke with somebody, I'll go for the joke. Mm -hmm. But I'm not like in my nature to be like super mean. But I also love that type of comedy because like yeah. you're just poking fun. It's in jest. You're not being actually mean spirited, right? Like, yeah. I love Don Rickles, one of my favorite comedians of all time. He just literally roasted people all, mm. the, his whole set. So like, I love it. Yeah. I love that brand of comedy. I love Jeff Ross. Yeah. I would like. I I I find myself as a stand-up getting more of a roaster from doing it you know when i first started i was like oh i had end a show and i go to the crowd i'm so i'm sorry i said that now i'm like i don't care we're at a comedy show <laughs> i poke fun at you you know i'm messing with you it's just because it's a show you know yeah exactly so that's another thing i want to ask you as well so are you like into crowd work i love crowd work yeah i think you, you're gonna be great at cloud crowd thank work you you do host right yeah it, it, again it's like it's coming from the territory of uh, being an interviewer like this mm. i like asking people questions so it's almost like bled into my stand-up now right. where I'll be doing jokes and then I'll go hey where, where are you guys what's up like I'll ask a question one thing I'm bad at is it's not an interview it's stand-up so if I'm asking questions I better get a big laugh after sometimes I'll ask questions mm -hmm. I will not find the laugh or the joke quick enough and it'll peter off in my stand-up set so I got to work on like being quicker with my responses and my mm -hmm. questions but I love crowd work just because I naturally love messing with people you know talking <laughs> yeah. with people yeah i've seen some um what's that that comedian's name ian ian beck that's what he does he just, oh yeah yeah he he just most does like crowd work nice it's a it's a it's its own beast and it's and i feel like the internet is 
falling more in love with it. Like a lot of like I'm trying to post more of my crowd work mm -hmm. clips and start filming them more because people like watching stuff in the moment that's like totally like, oh shoot, that's just happened in the room, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So also like, you know, Paul, how do you see yourself as a comedian? So like right now you you, you said you want to go like a go hard as a comedian. Do yeah. you, do you want to go on tour? Yeah, do I you, do, yeah. Like even as a dad, you yeah. you think you got any real kids behind it going to work? I'm trying to leave every day. I'm trying to get out of every responsibility. <laughs> You're like, I want to have yes. a good chance to go. Anybody watching this comedian, you take me on tour with you. I'll open for you, whatever you want. I don't want to do another diaper. I want to go on the road. No. Uh, I do want to do more touring because I think you get a lot better as a mm. on tour. Especially because we're from these big, you know, New York, L.A. That's not America per se. I want to go do my jokes across the country and see what really works because yeah. I think that's how your material gets better. Again, I'm focusing on my material because I'm not strong at writing, like yeah. as strong as I'd like to be. So if I can go on the road and do all cities, I think it will make me more well-rounded of a writer and performer. Mm -hmm. And it'll get me to do longer sets. You know, I like to expand my set. I did my first uh, like headline show this year, which was like 25 minutes. So that yeah. was a dream. Oh. But I like to do that a lot more so I can really yeah. grow it and get better at it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, definitely tour. I think the next step for me would be like opening for someone on tour maybe and then just mm -hmm. doing more cross city shows. Yeah, I think you're going to do well on tour cuz uh, you. like your style. Like I would not be able to go on tour people from Midwest. People from Midwest would not understand my sense of humor. I think I can only work on two coasts. You think? Cuz I'm too like my lady. Like you like people from Midwest were like you. You think? I don't know. Yeah. I look kind of Hollywood now with the hair and the suit. I don't know. Yeah, cuz I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you people were like you. Yeah. I think you'd be fine across the country. I don't think? know. Yeah, I feel like um, like my I was like you know my looks and everything only work on two coasts, not like Midwest. Really? Yeah. I, I don't so. know. I think we both. I think we have to test our theories and go on the road together and see <laughs> see yeah. who does what and what works. Yeah. Who do you want to open for? If you say you pick like who oh, are your man. best comedy like inspiration? Oh, I love everybody. Yeah. I love. I mean, the, I, I'm Italian. I love Sebastian Maniscalco. Obviously. Oh yeah, he just did a He's show at Ice House. Two oh, weeks cool. Ago. Nice. Yeah, two weeks ago. He's I great. Yeah. I love. I mean, I love everybody of that era like from the comedy store like the tom segura's of the world and um oh, he's great yeah all, all the i mean burke kreischer all these guys my favorite comic working today right now i think is mark norman i feel like he'd be a really good comic to open for because yeah he's such a smart writer i like learn a lot being on the road with him and he's a new york guy and mm. i like sam morrill i like uh um yes. andrew schultz all these types of guys like yeah. Really good writers, performers, just just veterans at this point of comedy. But I also opened like I know a lot of older comics that are in LA that have been in my orbit that I love yeah. to go on the road with too. Yeah, I feel like some comedian here like they work go get on cruise first. Yeah, yeah. You know, have you worked with mm, those comedian? A cruise ship? Yeah, a cruise ship. Never done it, but I, I hear it's a good gig. I guess. I mean, yeah, I doesn't that pay is good, but I I'm not like this. I'm more like a land kind of person. Me too. I won't yeah. camp or go on a cruise. So I don't know. I mean, you gotta the, the check's gotta be right for the cruise for me. Yeah, they say like you know the check is good. Yeah, that'd be nice then. But like you know sometimes that they said when young cruise for too long, you're like oh my god, I miss getting on the land yeah i'd rather just do a tight five in in the submarine maybe the <laughs> titanic submarine before the one that yeah. won't implode you know i know yeah and i also like i feel like getting on cruise for too long it's just like you feel like you're not grounded yeah 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 right, right? you feel yeah you must feel like weird if so i was on the titanic submarine and then my set bombed mm -hmm. which came first my set bombing or the 
implosion. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. I'm like, I'm so sorry right now. It's so hot. Like, I need you I feel like... Uh, are I'm we like, going to faint? I feel yeah. like we're in the submarine. Yeah, How do you we feel? are. I feel like we are not like on cruise. We're in like a car, like a jam in the car. Do you know there is a Nanyang show called uh, Jam in the Van? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a comedy show, right? Yeah, it's it, like I've heard it. Yeah, in the van. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think the tour. The tour. I think it happened during the pandemic, right? Yeah, this like a tour around different states as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder like how they do that. Mm. I, I never know like how the comedians perform. Maybe they, they just park there and like perform outside. I think so. I think it's like out the back from what I remember. I remember there was a truck show as well though in New York back in the pandemic too. I was on the East Coast from some of it. Uh, I remember people were doing shows out of a truck too, but that was a different thing. Yeah, yeah. there is also like drive-in comedy. Yeah, too. yeah. I just yeah. Outdoor comedy was my saving grace. I moved out here year two of the pandemic, and I was I was getting up right away, uh, outside. We're doing outdoor shows all over. L but this one in Silver Lake with Jimmy Shin, who's a producer, <gasps> he would we would do these shows, and everyone would come through because nobody no clubs were open. So like we got <gasps> huge comedians. So we'd be like, I mean, he did, I didn't, oh, but really? I'd be sharing shows with the craziest comics ever. And I'd be like, this is crazy, and it was such a good learning experience to kind of share yeah. the stage. I would host, I would do sets, awesome experience for me first moving here like it was like oh i'm here and the pandemic's still going on oh, so you moved here during pandemic yeah year two of the pandemic yeah oh wow it actually people were more masked up here when we got here than they were on the east coast because yeah. it was like a spike here at the time i guess okay so yeah one of my jokes i say in my set i go in the middle of pandemic my, my wife goes to me she said i want to move to the town where the people are more plastic than the straws let's go there <laughs> Let's go there. So, so like you know, she moved here because of her work. She just you guys Both. just want to move here. Both of us can work here. She lived here for ten years and she wanted uh -huh. to come back. She has a lot of friends, family, community here, and so okay. she wanted that. You know, we're in the pandemic, going through some things, and it's like we're stuck yeah. in a very isolated place. And it was cold. It was January, and so we came here to the sunshine. We were able to go outside, see some people with distance. Mm -hmm. It just changed our whole lives at the time. Um, for the better for our families and then now we're here and we have a new i have a new baby daughter who's born here oh, so we have congrats. two girls we have one born in new york one born here oh wow so one will be uh you know real and the other one will uh be artificial one be, could be, be called okay. new york and another one could la yeah <laughs> they're gonna fight about where they came from eventually where they're but no they're they're same, same parents so hopefully we parent them in a way that that works well you know <laughs> that is so fun so by the way um also Paul, do you still do your like you know TV host gig? You said yeah. you work for NBC, right? Yeah. So it's like that's kind of like your real job. My day job, yeah. I was just working on that stuff yesterday. Actually, we we're talking. Oh, so I, I, it's I'm good on to have day, day job. It's nice. It's a nice. <laughs> I'm really grateful for my host work because I feel like it all is relative still. Yeah. So I, I'm on daytime TV in New York and LA, and I do interviews for both shows. So mm -hmm. like I'll do celebrity interviews for the New York show a lot mm -hmm. because I'm in LA. They'll book like movie stars to do mm -hmm. interviews, and I'll end up filming them here and it'll air in new york which is oh. interesting and then la i do kind of local like if you're ever on by a tv around 11 30 here in la you put on nbc you might see me like at a place at a restaurant doing something or sometimes interviewing. Oh, like outdoor like uh, anywhere on location uh, on location live oh, yeah okay. i do live hits for them and then i do pre-tape packages as well so oh, that's cool oh wow yeah. it's like i know my car is like sunna I feel so bad. Can you I see us sweating? I don't know. This yeah. is a good lens you got here. It's like yeah, it's such pretty good lighting here. I have to say we're like we're <laughs> like close to a, a a news headline heat in here where it's like <laughs> did they did they forget they were in a car? What happened? They both were just found <laughs> passed out. No I'm kidding. Um, You're doing wanna... pretty good because I've seen other people. They just like 
dripping, I, sweating. Like I used to be really weird about wearing suits on camera when I was a host early uh -huh. on, and I used to go to Vegas every year to film right. for uh, iHeartRadio, and I would interview interview people. Every year I'd go, I'd wear my suit, uh -huh. and I'd walk the strip in my suit the first day because I wanted to get used uh -huh. to the dry heat because like I knew I'd be wearing it yeah. the whole time. So I have this weird inner monologue in my head about like not really over sweating when I'm on something because I've been on TV in the heat you know I've done it a bunch so I'm fighting it I'm doing some jujitsu with my head my brain and my my physical right now plus sweat out the water weight you know we're trying to get in that LA fit shape in here <laughs> yeah exactly couple more minutes we'll be done we'll make it short I love it yeah speaking of Vegas I was just in Vegas last oh, yeah? week was so hot oh nice Vegas yeah. is fun what'd you go for so we went there for like NBA like summer league Oh, cool. So I thinking, uh, I'm thinking we may want to go back in December for their in-season tournament, maybe do some comedy show. Nice, right? nice. So oh, I yeah. went to there to see, you know, Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. Was yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Did I know you it. know that one? I, I know it. I've never been, but I know of it, yeah. Yeah, so like that one was actually in like such a great neighborhood because people, cool. it's like right next to Strip. Oh, nice. And then, yeah, I just kind of want to check out the comedy scene in Vegas Totally, as well. it's great. It's, a, it's, a, it's old school showbiz. Yeah, yeah. You know, also, I just interviewed Brad Garrett. Remember Brad from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? The brother in Everybody Loves Raymond? Oh, does he? he has a he club. He has a club, too. Yeah. Oh, really? He was just telling me about it, it's yeah. It's so funny. My friend literally just texted me a couple of days ago. Said, yeah. Hey, he has a club there He does, as yeah. Well. It's a lot of great clubs there, honestly. A lot yeah. of our friends we know here go to Vegas a lot. Yeah, and I also heard lots of people actually move to Vegas. Yeah. You know, because it's cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. Yeah, and then they said they're going to build lots of studio there. Yeah, yeah, Vegas probably, is, yeah. yeah well, listen. If you do any shows in Vegas, take me with you. I'm down. Oh, yeah, I'd love to come. Maybe December. Like, I'm in. I'm in. About, you know, yeah, be fun. Because yeah. I feel like different. Because like people say like the doing shows here in LA is very harder. Do you find that the crowd here is a bit like a more yeah, difficult? Yeah, I think people in LA, if they're spending money on comedy, they and they're it's a weekend. They they want to drink and have a good time and they're fun. But I do think it's a who's who town and there's a lot of entertainment. So like I think it's touch and go depending on the show. Like Friday night, I went up late. Had a great night. The crowd was already feeling good. It was a nice night. It was a Friday night. Mm -hmm. Then sometimes I'll cold open as a host on like a Tuesday and you get a very different feeling. You know, people are like out, but they're like, you know, it's a weekday and they're not drinking as much, whatever. So I do think people care a lot about fame here. Like it's a real stereotype. So like a lot of times people are blinded by like they want the big names at the shows or like... Yeah. Whereas New York, it's kind of like if you're a good comic, you're a good comic and people will laugh. I think if, I think they're both great though. If you can get laughs mm -hmm. here in New York or anywhere, any comedy show in America, if you can get up and get consistent laughs, I think you're you're doing well. So I, I like the challenge. I try not to judge crowds too much. I also lose them sometimes because I rip on LA a little bit being new. I'll joke about LA and then I'll kind of like feel bad that I ripped on it because um, mm. I may lose the crowd depending on depending mm. on what happens, you know? Yeah, even like LA, I feel di different different parts of LA could be different as well. Yeah, Orange exactly. Orange County could be different from Hollywood. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I have a club, I have a show tonight downtown, and then Monday I have a show in Orange County. So it's oh, like, let's see. Oh, which part of Orange County? Laguna. Okay, it's different crowd. I, I like going there. down there. I like going yeah, outside. beautiful. Yeah, I like going outside LA for shows too, because you get a different mix of people, you know? Yeah, it's very diverse as well, yeah. like, depending on which which part of LA you are. Yeah. Yeah, but my other comedian friends told me, because I don't tour too much, and they said, oh, if you go to other parts of, of the country, you'll find that the crowd are so much more welcoming. Mm. Because they said, oh, they, you, no matter what joke that you, you say, they were like, oh, they love it. But here in Hollywood, people have seen the best. Exactly, comments. exactly. Yeah. They're level. more judgmental, they said. 
Yeah, I think it raises the bar too for us to challenges us to like we better be great here because they see great all the time. You go to the comic store, you see great comics. Yeah, exactly. Ice House, every, everyone has great acts. Mm -hmm. So and and if people are touring or selling at arenas, they still come back here and do small clubs. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're competing. I just saw uh, Joe Coy popped in at the Laugh Factory and did forty uh, minutes, and like that guy's selling at arenas, right? Yeah. Same so as Thomas Segura. Yeah, Segura just did um, Ice House. Yeah, he's, oh, he's doing, doing it. He's doing. Mm, uh, I think he's testing out the jokes that. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, so, but that's the thing about stand-up. It's like you could be the biggest in the country. You still go to the clubs and you work out. Mm -hmm. And we're competing kind of with that caliber here in LA, which is it is definitely a. Good, yeah. I think it's a good challenge because it's like, hey, I want to be professional. Mm -hmm. I better write good jokes and take this a little more seriously. Yeah, the bar is higher. Bar's higher. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can be better comedians here. Started from here, right? Yeah. I think so. I like I like diving into it now. Being here, I like the scene. I think there's great people supporting mm -hmm. each other, and yeah. the shows have been good. The shows have been fun. Um, it's just yeah. reps, man. Getting up as much as we do, like you know, it just every rep counts, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Paul. I have so many questions I want to ask you, but I feel like we need to get out of the car. Otherwise, we will pass out. I think. I think if we faint live on this, it could be like <laughs> it could be a good clip that, for you. That video can should go I, go viral. Should I fake faint right yeah. now? I feel like I'm gonna faint. And honestly. then like then people are asking me like pay like some like liability. I know, right? And I go. Oh, I signed a waiver, but it had nothing about health, <laughs> so I can't wait to just figure out what happens. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up. So, Paul, do you have anything to plug? Like, well, she's about to, you're about to come on my podcast. Yeah. Which just pop up with paul.com and that I'm doing weekly and I'm, mm -hmm. a, I'm passionate about those interviews because it's my own forum you know I work as an interviewer but this one I get to have fun I'm loose yeah. get to really meet people so check out the podcast and then just follow me I do stand-up clips podcast clips and interviews with celebrities on my social media every week so it's just at paul c-o-s-t-a-b-i-l-e costable and I'm not going to change it paul c Paul C. If one day you use Paul C, I would be like, oh my god. I might gosh. just be, yeah, Paul C. I was going to do Paul Thomas. It's my middle name, but. Yeah, if you use Paul C, it sounds very Gen Z, though. People, Gen Z, you can I get, know. You can't even get it demographic. It's like, all the Gen Z were like, oh, yeah. Oh, the Paul C guy. Yeah, yeah maybe. So, yeah, maybe I'll so start. You, you can get a different demographic demographic audience for yourself. Paul C, that's kind of Gen Z kind of lame. Maybe I'll start <laughs> saying that in my clips so it's easier. And you can, or I'll put my profile, Paul C, and you just. If you want to figure out how to pronounce it, you can just watch my clips. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like a rapper. Yeah. Like you something. <laughs> well, I am a, uh, another thing. I'm a gangster rapper, but I, um, it's, oh, do it's, you, do you rap? I could, I'm, I'm not really good though, but I, I've done it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Last time I have like a comedian, they, they did it like, cause two of them, they do like kind of freestyle rap. Oh, cool. They did it in my car. And that's then, sick. That's also, they did it for my intro, my podcast as nice. well. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I was introduced to know them. Maybe, maybe you gonna perform with them. Let's do it. Let's do shows together. Yeah. So like in my October show, cause I always have them to open my show. Cause cool. people, they do like a freestyle rap. They oh, that's ask, awesome. They were asking people their names. They were like a rap, like nice. horoscope, your name and everything. That's fun. Is it one of the guys named Chris? Uh, cl Climb Boys. Oh no. I know a guy named Chris who does a freestyle too on stage. He's great. Oh. Yeah. There are lots of great talents here. There is. It's a great, it's a great town. We get to meet each other and have fun together. It's awesome. Yeah. So I'm so glad. Thank you, Paul, for being my hot, hot podcast today. Oh, thank you for being my hot <laughs> hot interviewer it's nice to not have to interview and just sweat instead i know it's a no i think we we both kind of got a lot of cleansing like this is like, nice yeah i just yeah. lost a few pounds live this is hot okay, the sun is hitting here now too i just got like yeah you it, have to wear a perfect shirt for this because the towel is like kind of like you actually know. this is a towel and now look i can use it yeah you can use it as Here's well Here's my towel shirt yeah thanks for having me thank you ciao bye <laughs> Start
Rocket engines, we're gonna go far. Keep it listening to Cat Jam in the car. Let me listen in to people in the industry. And the host of the show is your girl Cat C. You got special guests coming in to interview in the studios of Porsche that's baby blue. Yeah, we got the green light with these superstars. So let's hit the road with Cat Jam in the car. 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 Cat Jam in the car.